Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Well, hey, Bethel family. This is Drew Walsh, and I am excited to study God's Word with you guys again. Today, we will be looking at Mark 6. This chapter has so many good stories, and it was really hard to choose which portion to dive into with you guys, Uh, but my mind kept being drawn back to verses 45 through 52, which is the story of Jesus walking on the water toward the disciples. Before we study this passage, though, I thought maybe I would share another quick story from my life that uh, most of you parents out there can probably relate to. As you may or may not know, I have two daughters, Maddie and Selah, and they are six and nine. And uh, over the last few summers, Becky and I, we have been giving them swimming lessons because, you know, as parents, we want them to be prepared and equipped for life in the water. And I have such vivid memories with each of my daughters. I have such vivid memories of the first time I took each of them into the pool. They were covered in sunscreen loaded up with floaties on their arms, their legs, goggles on their eyes, and the remnants of their little baby chub sticking out between their rash guards and their bathing suit bottoms. They were funny and adorable to behold all at the same time. That is, they were funny and adorable to behold until I let go of them in the water and encouraged them to swim to me. Terror filled their eyes. They thrashed and kicked back and forth, strained and struggled, but, you know, of course, got nowhere. I'm pretty sure they thought I was letting them die. I was right there, only feet away, but by the way that they were acting, you would have swore I was nowhere to be seen and that they were left to save themselves. It wasn't until I reached out my hand, reassured them that I was there to help, and pulled them close again that they understood we were in this together. I had their best in mind. If you're a parent, You've probably experienced something very similar with your little ones. These first experiences with our kids are so revealing. They're revealing of how much they need us, how much growth and development is still left for them. And as I look at Mark 6, I see a very similar situation with Jesus and his developing disciples. I see a very similar situation with Jesus and us, especially in the season in which we're all living in at this very moment, this passage. This passage is vibrant, and it has a really great reminder for us. So I want to encourage you with a few things that God has showed me in these verses. Yeah, you may have caught that at the beginning of this passage, God sends us into storms and struggles. We see this in verse 45, like a father releasing his kids into a pool with floaties. It was God who urged the disciples to get into the boat. I mean, surely he knew what laid before them, the wind and the strain at the oars. But it is with another confronting and resounding yes that I can say that Jesus is and was praying and interceding to the Father on our behalf, as evidenced in verse 46. So know this, friends, if you're listening today, you are not alone in the strain and the struggle. As Matthew Henry once said, wind and tide may ever be up against God's children, yet Christ is always for us, a constant comfort in the storm. Next, I see hope in that Jesus sees our strain and struggle at the oars. Even better, Jesus meets us in our strain and struggle at the oars. 
Though our actions and thoughts may show lack of faith, he is far closer than we think. He is just an arm's length away. He doesn't remain on the shore sending good vibes our way. He sees us. He comes towards us. He's fueled by love and compassion. And at this very minute, many of us are in the midst of hard times, crises of faith. And church family, just know this, that Jesus does not call his disciples into life storm just to leave them there. This is true with you. You have not been left to fend on your own. Jesus is near. Finally, when I placed my girls in the pool, my intent was for their good. I wanted to see them learn to swim. I wanted them to better understand how to survive in the water and that I would protect them in the process. Similarly, the disciples had a lot of learning to do. Though they had just seen Jesus feed 5,000 people from a couple of loaves of bread and fish, they still didn't understand who he was what he could do, and the heart with which he did all these things. Verse 52 tells us they did not comprehend the miracle of the loaves, for their hearts were hardened. And perhaps here lies the heart of the story, in our greatest need, in and out of the storm. You and I desperately need Christ to open our eyes and give us understanding as to who he is and who he has promised to be. Perhaps... Perhaps the struggle and strain are for our good and for the softening of our hearts. So church family, if you find yourself in the deep end of the pool with floaties on and seemingly alone, stop the thrashing, stop straining at the oars, stop long enough to lift your eyes up to the Father and ask, what would you have me learn from this? Stop the aimless, violent paddling that you may instead reach your arms out in faith. The wind and tide may be against you at this moment, but Christ is always for you. And he will not leave you in the waters beyond whatever time is needed for your good. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.